turn your eyes to the skies. It's time for Spaced Out on 95 PFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium. Hello, Josh. Hello, how's it going? Josh from the Stardome. Oh, it's good, it's good. Now, we are starting off this evening spaced out with some not-so-good news. In fact, downright terrible news. Um, what's happened at the Stardome, mate? Yeah, got good and bad news. Bad news, um, we had a bit of a break in uh, early Monday morning, um, and some thieves have uh, ripped off our beautiful copper roof of our telescope. Um done away with it and yeah it causes a bit of damage which is really unfortunate so so just the, found that out yesterday the telescope is under a big old because the stardom's getting worked on the thieves are mm. able to get up onto the roof and do it fairly discreetly without being seen because there's a big cover over the stardom at the moment is that's what is that what's happened yeah the, the whole building's wrapped because we're actually replacing like the entire roof mm. um but because it's wrapped yeah it was, it's pretty much covered so yeah, people have unfortunately ripped through the, um, you know, the shielding and they've ripped off the uh, the copper, which is pretty unfortunate. Now, um, this is a, yeah, a be- like 50 years. 50 years, and, I mean, the telescope was used in the 60s to track the Apollo space mission. Yeah, and there's, there's a lot of history, not just within the telescope, but the entire structure, because it's been there since it's been built, um, since, I think since like 57 or something, so a really long time. Um, luckily, the the actual telescope is fine, so that mm. hasn't been damaged. That they haven't taken that or anything. Um, but yeah, it's a real shame because it, it's a really beautiful dome. And you know, if you say to anyone the Star Dome, um, that's usually what they think of is that really cool dome that we have yes. outside. So it's, it's a real shame. Um, so this is like just we're extending this. Just a shout out to um, anyone out there that might know a scrap or anything. If anyone turns <laughs> out with some suspicious looking copper, um, man. You know what to do. Yeah, some uh, nice green, old green-looking copper. Please let us know. Yeah. Oh, man. So what's it going to take to replace this to get it back? Um, well, we don't, yeah. I mean, we don't know at this stage because the thing about copper is, you know, it's, it has a decent value, but it's not really the value of the copper. It's actually the cost of getting it installed because, yes. you know, these are hand handmade things. Um, these were crafted, you know, decades ago by hand, and they're real kind of bespoke pieces to fit specific domes. So they're really unique um, structures. You know, you can't just go to the shop and buy a new one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is really unfortunate that we're going to have to obviously keep the, the telescope closed. We can't open it because of that. Um, but, yeah, we just don't know the cost, which is really unfortunate. Oh, so we'll, we'll have to sucks. see um, yeah, what the police say and all that. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Terrible. Now, I mean, that is obviously the terrible news for the week. What's been happening in good news? Yeah, well, the the good news, apart from the the uh, feeling, is we do have an opening date finally, and um, fortunately, the yeah the, tele- the damage to the telescope is not going to affect that. So we've got the nineteenth of June will finally be a reopening. Okay. Um, with all the new displays, exhibits, we've got our new shows, planetariums, all good. That's fine. Um, yeah, so it's only about a week longer than we were hoping, but yeah, we're pretty keen to get back to the building and all that. You guys have run a pretty tight ship then, if you if you pretty much going to hit the, the planned date. Yeah, and we'll be straight into Matariki season. So we've um, all of our shows are already on sale for that, mm-hmm. which is quite exciting. We've got um, yeah, some new shows, a bit of school holiday program too, which is, I think, during the week of Matariki. Yes. Um, but yeah, so 
We can still open. We unfortunately can kind of have the telescope operating, um, but the building itself and the planetarium will be up and running finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you mentioned some new Matariki programs. How, how would these be different to what you guys have done in the past? Yeah, so um, we've, we've kind of redeveloped with our previous shows, which was Nafeso Matariki, and this one is called Nafeso Soho, so the stars of the new year. Um, and this one has a bit more of a focus, not just on Matariki, but kind of seasonal astronomy. So um, we're talking about, you know, the Maramataka, the Māori Lunar Calendar, how we keep time, um, you know, connections to environments. And, yeah, it's a really awesome kind of introduction to Māori astronomy on a wider scale. Mm. Um, and I've, I've seen this show myself. It's been developed by some of our staff, and it's an amazing job. Um, yeah, so we're really excited to kind of reopen with that new show and um, really kick off into the, into the new year. Okay, nice. Josh, just a quick, um, maybe like keep the phone a little bit closer to your mouth here. You're just sounding a teeny tiny bit muffled or I don't know if... Yeah, so I, can, um, I can't quite hear you. There's like background music. <laughs> background music? Yeah, yeah, like celestial sounding background music. Or is that just me? That might be you. I don't think I'm playing anything. Usually I do, to be honest. Usually I would be <laughs> playing like space music in the background, but today I am not, so... Oh, I, I can hear it. It's really loud. What the? I wonder <laughs> where that could be coming from. I don't have anything else plugged in. Goodness me. I don't know. Strange. Maybe it's just the universe. <laughs> uh, okay, now, Josh, there's a new moon lander. Yeah, so a bit of space news. Um, NASA, they've, they've awarded another contract to uh, Blue Origin. So that's uh, Jeff Bezos' company. Um, they initially lost on the, the original contract for the Artemis 3 and 4 missions. Um, yeah, NASA's basically said that, yeah, they're going to give it to them for Artemis V, so that means we're getting uh, yet another moon lander, which is going to be developed and, you know, sent to the moon to take people there. Um, which, yeah, I think we'll just have to see where that goes, because I think Blue Origins, um, you know, they're the yet-to-reach orbit. They haven't developed um, kind of any tangible things into mm. the hardware yet, but I think NASA's realised they can't really put all their eggs in one basket. Yes. Now, the artist's impression that's on the NASA website, is that a mm. fairly accurate depiction of what this moon lander looks like it looks kind of a slightly upgraded version of the one that landed on the moon in the 60s yeah so the big thing about this is we don't have too much details and the technicalities i mean we literally just have that photo yeah um but the big thing about it is the redesign so one of the reasons they didn't get their initial contract is they had this kind of strange design where the astronauts were like super high up on the structure they had to climb this really tall ladder to to get to the surface Mm. so they've redesigned it and now the actual capsule is you know much closer to the ground and it is more similar to those early um early apollo missions and i think that's why they've actually been given the contract because it probably makes more sense um but yeah as to the physical details of everything we don't have those yet but um, i'm sure in the coming months maybe we'll actually get more details about how they're actually going to be able to pull this off. Mm. Now the other landers that would have been in the pipeline or proposed yep. for the moon mission, what happens to those? Do they still go ahead and make them uh, on yeah. the off chance that the um, the Jeff Bezos one craps out? Well that's kind of where the SpaceX the Starship one comes in, so that's you know, that big rocket we saw mm. by the other month. So that's going to be developed for their version of the lander which is for Artemis 3 and 4. Mm. Um, and I think SpaceX was probably hoping to get a contract for Artemis V, um, but yeah, NASA's given that to Blue Origin. So it's now really just the two landers, and it was initially just SpaceX. Mm. Um, and there were a few other small companies that had 
um, kind of bidded for the contract, but they've lost out. So, yeah, they, without the funding, they can't viably build new Moonlanders because they're super, super expensive. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, just on a completely different note, Josh, we ran a story about Saudi Arabia and space on the BFM yeah. News uh, the other day. Get, what do you know about this? Yes, that's, um, I think that is the, it was the Axiom 2 mission which launched to the space station, I think it was yesterday. Um, so we had four astronauts went up and it was on another private mission um, and that included uh, two Saudi Arabian astronauts and one of them was the first Saudi woman to go to space. Oh, wow. Um, and I was also reading that she actually got a degree here in New Zealand. She studied down in Canterbury. Oh. Um, well, I think maybe Dunedin actually. So yeah, that's just kind of cool. There's a bit of connection to New Zealand there. Um, and they're, they're, they're currently on the space station. I believe they arrived this morning, actually. Um, so, yeah, now we've got several nationalities in space, which is quite cool. Um, oh, wow. And, yeah, Saudi Arabia is pretty ambitious with their space plans, too. Was there any Saudi tech, uh, rocket-wise or shuttle-wise or whatever they used to get up there? Yeah, no, not not hardware-wise, because this is, again, on one of the SpaceX Dragons. Um, yes. I mean, but that's kind of the main way to space nowadays. Um, and Axiom's a private company, so they basically essentially buy a seat from SpaceX and say, hey, we want to send you know four people to space. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also hired a female astronaut from NASA, so she's actually, I believe, the commander. So she's one, the one taking them to the space station. Um, and then they're up there doing science for a you know, privately funded mission, which is kind of cool. Excellent. All right, Josh from the Stardome. Um, good to he- I mean, not so good to hear that the... Um, telescope has had its copper cover ripped off, but I know. Good to good to um, hear that you're opening for business. Uh, if people want to check out um, the Matariki programs, or um, I guess you're taking bookings for shows now, as you mentioned, uh, just yep, that's on our website. Just find um, the Stardome online and get amongst people. All right, brother. We'll uh, catch you in a fortnight's time. All right, we'll speak to you then. Bye. Control, we are docked. That was spaced out on 95 BFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium.